Hey everybody, welcome to Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Tiny. That's Tiny. And we're either late or early on <laughs> recording this episode. It's entirely my fault. Uh, you know, Einstein said time was relative. True. So right. maybe we're late and early at sure. the same time. Right. I've been working a lot mm-hmm. here lately since the 4th, so... Uh, this is the first chance we've had to where our schedules synced up and we right. could actually record. So I've had something go on every evening this week, uh, except Thursday, and you were unavailable. I was unavailable day. Thursday. Couldn't record Wednesday because you were getting voted on to be a member of of a church. I was. Which still seems weird to me <laughs> that they vote on you to be a member. It's like it's the trendy new thing. So like, I feel like. So that come just as you are song, that means nothing? Uh, well, you come to get saved. That's not about church membership. Right. No, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. I feel like churches down in the Southeast yeah. have been made fun of so much for having a thousand people on the roll. Right. But like 125 people who attend. Yes. That some churches are like, you know what, we need to rein this in. We're so. gonna we're gonna make it a vote. Well, I mean, <laughs> I know that's how y'all keep the black people out of your church. <laughs> that's not true. Hey, <laughs> I, I bet our church has more black people than yours. We have one black couple that's coming <laughs> and coming faithfully. We have a family. Okay, so there got, you go. They got kids too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think they have kids too. We're tied. <laughs> We're tied. I was like, put them on some promotional material. <laughs> How many Asians do you have? Um, Errol, one? <laughs> one. We got one. I was about to say, we had, I don't know, like I think a small village of Koreans okay. joined the church a while back. That's so awesome. It's nice. Yeah. Koreans are very committed Christians. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. I've known several. There's a Korean uh, Episcopal church here, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's like their name, I think, is the. Korean Episcopal Church. My, bro- I think uh, my brother-in-law was actually doing one of their like member interviews. Oh yeah, and he just kind of made a joke like, "Did I pass the test or something?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Well, you should have said, don't you people pass all your tests?'" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was unfamiliar that churches were doing this, uh-huh. but I get the point because like our church, we have like 600 people on the roll <laughs> right. and we got like a hundred people showing up on Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't hate the idea of doing it. It was just a new concept to me. Mm-hmm. And then we were texting on Wednesday night cause we had a business meeting Wednesday night. <laughs> we did too. Okay. <laughs> that's how that's well, they had to vote on they you. had to vote on us in the okay. business meeting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we were having a business meeting and we were texting and I was like, look, don't, don't blow your vote, Tiny. <laughs> if they see you texting during church, you may not get in. I will say that my observation of the vote was the pastor standing up and saying, we have seven new members to vote on. Their names are on your little sheet. Yeah. All in favor, say aye. And everybody and said then everyone aye. said, everyone, or all your favor, raise your hand. Everybody raised their hand. He said, all opposed. And then I was the only one who put up my hand. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, we already made a mistake. <laughs> we already made a mistake letting this guy in here. It's like, okay, you you did all this, yeah, to to deal with a problem, yeah. But if you're just letting Tiny in, yeah, you're, you're not dealing with the problem. Yeah, 
Y'all had to take classes and everything. It was like serious business to be a member No, it wasn't. There. I mean, it, there was one class yeah. where basically it was more of this is what we're about. Okay. Like, kind of like a... No black people. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> Y'all are in the heart of black people, though. I know. Where y'all's church are. So, one family. I mean, we're out here in white land. In the, and we got one family. Come on, Tiny. We let's still get got more reach. Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> Your church will never have more Koreans than us. Okay. Is that a challenge? <laughs> it's a challenge. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me call my boy Sonny. You see the rolling probably all the time. He's a Christian. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, it is a, and I think it was Dr. King who said uh, the most segregated hour in the South is on Sundays during worship service. You know, Right. Yeah, it wasn't always the case. Yeah, right. Um, which it makes perfect sense. Like back during, well, back during slavery. Sure. You know, churches were integrated, sorta. Like all the Somewhat, all the all, yeah. the all the African Americans had to right. sit together. People forget Stonewall Jackson created a church specifically for slaves and taught them to read the Bible. Huh. People, people hated that about him too. Did not like it. And then he was like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna fight for the South." And they're like, "I think you're all right. You know? <laughs> Maybe Stonewall wasn't so bad." Now that I think about it, yeah. But no, it was. Uh, I mean, after after the Civil War, after the Emancipation Proclamation, I can't fault people yeah. for not wanting to go to church with sure. their former owners. Yes, no, yeah, hey, <laughs> I mean, let's make our own church. Guys. It makes perfect sense. But that said, <laughs> those as, people over there are real mad that they're having to pick their own cotton. <laughs> let's just avoid that situation altogether and make our own church, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. right. We'll have better music. <laughs> You know? But I would like to think that in the future, at some point, we'll move past that. I think. Yeah. That, I mean, we're kind of getting yeah, there. Yeah, we already are. Yeah, we're getting yeah. there. Well, you got to think like, uh, I was thinking about this last night because Libby's in this play thing that we had to do or go to, which is great. Legally Blonde, the musical. It's fine. <laughs> um, that I was sitting in an auditorium and there was, you know, like uh, an Indian family several african-americans a bunch of whiteies there was a german dude behind me you know watch him yeah and i was like <laughs> nobody in here is thinking anything of this you know nobody's mm -hmm. offended they're sitting by a black person anything like that you know what progress we've made as a state you know right because uh, like my parents generation who went through integration you know there's probably some holdouts in there and i know there's holdouts in our generation but I didn't know any other life than being around white and black people, you know, all the right. time. So it's no big deal. And I think more and more, and, and our African-American friends probably feel the same way to, mm -hmm. to the large majority around here. And so, yeah, I think our worship and our churches will get back together. One of the progressive things that Little Rehoboth Baptist Church used to do in Fayette was have a uh, church uh occasionally down at Gibson's Chapel, which mm -hmm. is a black church. And then sometimes they would come up to our church and have church there, too, with all together. Right, know? right, of course. Because they were like at the end of Highway 102, we were on, on up there. And that was always what I thought was really fascinating. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, our music sucks. <laughs> You're not kidding. <laughs> man, they are rocking out. Their choir is awesome. Yeah. 
I had no idea you could sing Amazing Grace for 15 minutes straight. <laughs> right. I love it. This is me. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Uh, and, you know, it was a good time. So, anyways, that's talking church membership with Tiny. And race relations. Yes. New church member, <laughs> Tiny. All hell, Tiny. <laughs> Have y'all requested your letter yet? <laughs> Oh, I thought did they not do that automatically? I don't, I don't know how all that works. I yeah, just I know either. in business meetings they'll be like, you know, so and so requested a letter to move their letter to whatever, and it's like, do I have a letter following me around that I don't know about? Can I see the letter? I will say that when I was well, I was a teenager and I was attending Fayette First Baptist Church, and I joined the church and I went to that church for. I mean, from when I was like a sophomore in high school to like when I was a senior in high school. So what, three years? Yeah. And I remember one day I was in the office and I don't know how this happened, but I was talking to my youth minister and the church secretary and she was going through roles for something. And she was like, I can't find you. And you never made it on. Well, some somehow I never made it on. And I remember she was like, well, where did you go to church before this? And I was like, I was 10 years old yeah. before that, but maybe Circlewood Baptist Church. I, I, went, I went there for a while, and she called up Circlewood Baptist Church in Tuscaloosa and asked if they had a Christopher Sullivan on the roll. They did. Huh. And she like requested or your said, letter. Yeah, said that he was going, he's going here now, so y'all can remove him from the roll huh. there. I wonder and, if they actually send a physical letter. Like, what if it's a report <laughs> from the preachers or whatever? Like your permanent record? Yeah, like, well, he doesn't tithe, and he'll fall asleep in the service, and he don't like loud music and all that <laughs> stuff. Gets mad when you change the carpet out in the sanctuary. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, it's your permanent record for church. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe but, so. Uh, and here's something else. Like, I don't know if, like, what about churches that I attended sporadically between I Fayette, guess if you didn't, if you didn't join them, Circlewood, yeah. yeah. If you never joined them, it doesn't matter. Because there's really nothing scriptural that says you have to join a church, right? As far as church like, membership, I yeah. mean, back then, it was just people who got together. Yeah, right, exactly. And prayed to God that the Romans right. didn't come in and drag them off to the Colosseum. Yes, we just like to keep records, yeah. you know, for some reason. You know who would have loved to have had church records? Who's that? Nero. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but don't worry. The liberals are coming for them, Tiny. All these records that we keep right. in such pristine shape one day is going to lead to yep. us all being uh, drugged before the lions. That's exactly right. Y'all see my fat butt out there trying to fight a lion <laughs> down at Bryant Denny Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> That would be wild. <laughs> would I would be. try to make the lion my friend. <laughs> Scratch you under the chin a little bit. Let him know what's up. I'm friendly. Like the gate drops. John's like, get it, get it, get it. A wee him away, a wee him away, a wee him away, a wee him away. I give it one of these like a Start rattling a box of food for it. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, what are you guys as far as news this week? Oh, dude. Uh, we're going to talk White House cocaine, the best cocaine. <laughs> a uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, okay. my, one of my favorite ice creams. And uh, we're going to talk about rabid beavers. <laughs> All right. Or a single rabid beaver. I have a story about Thailand Burger King sea otters in Santa Cruz. 
but I want to start off with this one. Armed eight-year-old carjacks a car and leads cops on a ch- on a chase. Okay. Alabama police say. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I love this state. <laughs> I mean, he's getting started. He's got some gumption. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, of course. That's how we raise them here. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's go get He's amb- ambitious. Yes. <laughs> Alabama police say an armed eight-year-old led police on a chase Tuesday before crashing into another vehicle, had actually carjacked the owner of the car that he was driving. Nice. Montgomery police officers were called to an address at West Fairview Avenue at approximately 11 a.m. on Tuesday. Upon investigation, learned that a child had stolen a victim's car at gunpoint. After obtaining the description of the car, police spotted the vehicle driven by the armed eight-year-old and attempted to pull it over, but the child refused to stop. Of course. The stolen car eventually ran into another vehicle. Once the car stopped, police detained the child and turned him over to juvenile justice authorities. He's been charged with robber, robbery, fleeing police, and illegally possessing a firearm. Well, Man. I mean, the Second Amendment, amendment means nothing. <laughs> Man. It shall not be infringed, right? Doesn't well, say anything about being 18. I mean, I hope, I hope that he enjoyed wielding a handgun because... He's not going to get one after this. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that law, by the way, but if it's nonviolent, that's about carjacking's violent. <laughs> it's pretty but violent. If I cheat on my taxes and get a felony, why can't I have my guns back? You mm-hmm. know, if I serve my time, do whatever penalty I got, why are y'all still punishing me for the rest of my life? Let me have my guns back. Or what if, you know, you just. You just want to do some cocaine sure. and then write a book about it. Sure. Right. What's <laughs> wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Anyways, well, I'm not surprised this is Montgomery in the least. No. You know, when I, I had two guesses, Montgomery was one of them. Walker County was the other. We did have a carjacking story <laughs> in Walker County this week where a car was allegedly stolen with a baby in it. And then later they found it in a kudzu patch and said that it just rolled in there while the dad <laughs> went inside to get something or see someone or, or whatever, whatever he was yeah. up to. But. Right. And the baby was lost for 24 hours in mm-hmm. the back of that car in the Alabama heat. Good thing the kudzu shaded it out. <laughs> you come out and your car is missing. Yeah. You- What's your first move? Well, I guess my first move is to call 911. I want to get people looking as soon as possible, but I feel like I would at least look around. Yeah. And like if there is like a big patch of kudzu. Yeah. Like, hey, we need to get down in there. Yeah. Let's check it. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of groundhogs as they always live in kudzu. Maybe <laughs> a bunch of groundhog holes you might twist your ankle in, but I got to get in there and look. Uh huh. Yeah. Just to make sure. Sure. And that shows you how bad the kudzu problem is in the South. <laughs> is it will swallow it an SUV. It a baby. It swallowed an entire baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just thinking about the call you have to make to your wife. Ooh, I, I, you know what? <laughs> I might let the police make that call. Look, guys, y'all going to have to call and tell her. I have said before that if me and Eli ever go camping and he gets lost, I'm not coming back. Yeah, you just lost two. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna search until until I guess we're both gone. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Hey, babe. Look, I had to run inside Randy's. 
he had a pack of smokes he picked up for me. I was coming by. He was at the store and I was talking to him. I just told him I'd swing by and get him. Left the baby in the car. Came back out. Car's gone. You know, your wife's got to be like, I'm going to kill you for that. How could you not take the baby in? <laughs> uh, today, how about how about this for a story? Today, about an hour and a half before you come over here, yeah, uh, me and the boys are in here playing games, and Eli, I think, and I, this may be the first time in his life. I don't know. He used the f word. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And it's a I, big moment. And I looked at him. I said, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> At that point, my five-year-old went, ha, 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 F, <laughs> like, thinking it was funny, you know? And to my son's credit, he felt bad about it. Okay. And uh, and I was like, all right. And he was like, please don't tell mom. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I won't, because I know. Oh, yeah, that'll be. If mom finds out. That's a whole big old thing. <laughs> it's Here's the thing. Y'all going to have to lay hands on him. When he does that, he's in trouble. But if mom finds out, I'm in trouble too. Everybody's For in some trouble. reason. Right, yeah. And so anyway, she uh, he, because he's not smart enough yet just to keep his mouth shut, because he kept talking, she was like, well, what did he say? Oh. And I was like, I can't tell you. Yeah. She was like, I want to know. And I was like, I, sw- he's, I told him I wouldn't say. Right. And she's like, well, I want to know. And then me, I should have known better. That's, this is on me. Sure. I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known better than to trust my wife. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I said, I said, uh, I said, okay, but you can't go in there and say nothing to him right. if I tell you. And then I, I told her what what happened. Immediately went in there. And she, she's like, well, I'm not going to yell at him. But she was like, well, where did he hear that? I bet it's something you showed him. I bet it's some movie you let him watch. Because you let him watch PG-13 movies. Oh, no, the horror. He's 13. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what? He's 13. I didn't didn't break any laws. So, so yeah, I I told Eli, I said, I betrayed your trust. Yeah. And I learned my lesson. I'll never do it again. I will never do that again. Take it to the grave. (laughs) Take it to the grave, buddy. That's on me. Let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's shocking when you hear your kid cuss for the mm-hmm. first time. You know. And it's also a little bit funny too. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, My five year old certainly thought so. <laughs> yes. When uh Hudson was no, it was Tom. No, it was Hudson because we were at the new house or at the house for this one. He was real little. I said the F word one Sunday, getting him ready for church. Oh, no. And he showed up at church saying it, just repeating it oh, over and over no. and over again. But he was so young, I was like, I think he's saying truck. <laughs> he really likes trucks. <laughs> yeah. But Dieter used to work seven all, or she'd have to work on Sundays. So some Sunday mornings, I was getting three kids and myself ready right. for church by myself. And I like stubbed my toe or something, and it just came out. And I mean, I remember he was sitting in his high chair oh, no. eating his breakfast, and it just started, just like a parrot. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I was going, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. uh, man. Anyways, um, the, the point of that story is, yeah, don't trust mom. Sure. Right. Never. 
<laughs> Never. Will Smith's put it best. Parents just don't understand. Well, I'll say this uh, on the ability to to be chill over an issue like that. In general, moms don't have that. Gene. They don't have that gene in them. <laughs> no. You know, There's, I've never went to danger and been like, look, this happened. Just be cool. Just be cool about it. You know, I've already handled it. It's all cool. And without her having to get in her two cents and making everything worse for everybody. So, yeah, sometimes it's just like, I'm going to not say anything about this <laughs> and hope you don't ask me about this because then that's going to make me either not tell you the truth or <laughs> or tell you and create a huge issue. So I'm just keeping this to myself. Yeah, there's been lots of things that I've had to do that for. Um, speaking of kids, the White House cocaine culprit is unlikely to be found. <laughs> you don't say. Law enforcement officials confirmed on Wednesday that cocaine was found at the White House over the weekend. Now, this is a this story is from the FIA, you mm -hmm. know, so it's a little older. Um, but one official with the investigation cautioned that the source of the drug was unlikely to be determined, given that it was discovered in a highly trafficked area of the West Wing. Now, this story has changed 50 million times. It started at a highly trafficked to the library to somewhere else to somewhere like only the big wigs can get into and all that. And it probably depends somewhat on whoever's telling you if they're more liberal or more conservative. Sure, right, exactly. <laughs> the story probably changes yes. based on that too. So this week, the Secret Service came out and said, hey, we can't ID who it is. <laughs> Sorry, guys. What they meant by that is, we can't ID who it is yeah, like, for public relations yeah. reasons. We, listen to what we're saying. We can't ID this cocaine. Even if we wanted to. Yeah. Which we don't. We can't. We can't. Yeah. So we all know it's Hunter's cocaine, right? <laughs> right. There's nobody out there on either side of the aisle that doesn't think it's his cocaine. There's a slim, slim chance. It's not. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I think how we, can it not we be? All, we all sure. think it is. And how cool would it be if Hunter would have just came out and been like, my bad, guys. Can I have that back? Yeah, look. <laughs> that's on me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I heard so many different things like, you can't bring anything into the White House that doesn't get searched unless you are. Like, unless you're the, the president's yeah, son. <laughs> or like part of the, you know, the inner staff or whatever. Yeah. And... Cocaine usage, uh, I would imagine, is still pretty prevalent in the world because it's awesome, you know. <laughs> and so it could have not. It could have been like some interns or a secretary or something like that. Mm -hmm. But of out of all the known people there, there's only one of them that has pictures of himself <laughs> using crack cocaine, using regular cocaine, weighing it on a me, scale, weighing it on a scale, arguing with a hooker yeah, right. <laughs> over how much it weighs sure <laughs> so it's gotta be him which uh, like i've said he's got the most awesome life in the world i mean, I mean it sounds like it he, here's how awesome his life is is he basically got off on uh cheating on his taxes and then he's like well let's hey guys let's go get just a, real quick let's get a couple grams of coke go to the white <laughs> house and hang out let's let's go down the list yeah of all the awesome things that Hunter has done okay. over the years. Well, he has a massive hog, number <laughs> one. 
dispelling myths about the white man left and right. Okay. He's a champion of the white man. Okay. He had a thing going with his brother's widow. Sure. Yes. Yes. I hooked up with his uh, deceased former, brother's. Former sister-in-law. Yeah. His former sister-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Had a little romance. Everybody grieves differently, Tony. <laughs> okay. Everybody grieves differently. How long um, do you think he waited? I would, I mean, just given what I've seen from the laptop, <laughs> he was probably Johnny on the spot. <laughs> you know, like, man, I sure do miss my brother. Yeah. I have got to bang his wife. Sure. He was probably like, you know what? I'm a little bigger than him. I don't know. <laughs> like, I grew up with him. I've seen him my whole life. I'm a little bigger than him. I have like a million pictures I can show you if you need verification. That's all you got to do, right? <laughs> so, yeah, he did that. He knocked up a stripper. Yeah, Who that's hasn't, that. number one? Who hasn't done that? I haven't. <laughs> okay. And uh, they denied the child's existence or whatever. Which the kids They're name. still doing that, yeah. Yeah, the kids name something weird, like Irene Navy or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. what? It's exactly what a stripper would name a kid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, a stripper who's having the president's grandchild, by the way. Sure, right. <laughs> he is, uh, he's, of course, used drugs. Not a big deal. Everybody uses drugs uh, in that circle, I think, you know. He may or may not have extorted the Chinese government. There's definitely a, <laughs> uh, a text message he sent that sounded like he was extorting the Chinese government. <laughs> um. He was on the board of Burisma, a big oil. I mean, he's not a total loser. He was on the board of Burisma. Shouldn't everything I've said tell you that he's qualified to run an energy company? (laughs) And then when the when the the Ukrainian prosecutor was gonna like investigate it, his dad at the time, Vice President Joe Biden, got him fired. Yes. Yeah, and threatened to withhold funding. And then when the when the subsequent president May or may not yeah. have uh, have mentioned to President Zelensky that he should look into it. He got impeached over it. Sure, right. Yes. Yeah. Weird how there's a war there right now, but whatever. <laughs> um. So, anyways, Hunter's a little naughty boy. We all know it. He's cheated on his taxes, and now he's lost his cocaine in the White House. Oh. You know when they had to evacuate everybody? I bet when they found it, right? Hey, everybody, this is. This is whatever. What do they mail everybody? Arson, uh, arsenic, arsenic, or yeah. something like that. As soon as they got outside, somebody was like, "Y'all know that's Hunter's blow, right?" <laughs> Y'all, everybody knows it's. Hunter's you think blow. Hunter started yeah. checking his pockets? Exactly. He was like, <laughs> as soon as he heard yeah. something about arsenic, he was he's like, like, "Oh, he's like, oh, oh, dang! I was sitting on the couch. I bet you it fell in between the cushions." Yes, we forgot to mention. Look, Tony, a Hollywood friend paying yeah. off. Two million unpaid taxes that that he didn't have to pay. Look, Tiny, the adults are in charge now, okay? (laughs) They brought dignity back to the White House. (laughs) That's all we wanted. We needed dignity (laughs) back in the White House. That's what we got now. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love this country. I think (laughs) what a better example of what America means is that we got cocaine just laying around in the White House, uh, son that's gone off the rails, 
the president doesn't know where he is. Did you see the video of him like trying to nibble on a kid over in Finland? Yeah, I saw a headline. I haven't like watched oh, the video. Is. But he has been known to do that. Yeah, no, he just do a little kid nibbling. <laughs> That's not snake. Just just grandpa stuff. That's not uncharacteristic. It looks like he was trying to be a grandpa. You know, like you nibble on you know, like rum, 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 on the kid's like, belly bite or his something. Wife at one of his he did. <laughs> he did buy his wife. Yes. <laughs> she like she like did her hand like yeah. hold like like everybody Joe Biden. Yeah. And then he like went Arr. He just gave her a little nibble. <laughs> He's fallen down, I don't know how many times, six or seven at least that we know of. Mm-hmm. And he's on death's doorstep, it appears. Right. So, four more years, guys. Let's get it done. <laughs> the adults are in charge. Everything's going great. Right. until next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what I'm ready, well, if he can make it the next year, if he loses the election to Trump or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who who's the other idiot Republican that's running uh, DeSantis. I was about to say, I don't think anybody yeah. in the Republican primary well, has a shot at because DeSantis was he was ahead of everybody else, yeah. but then he's he's nowhere look, near. Look, they're going to put Trump in jail. We all know. <laughs> They've been looking for a reason to put him in jail since he got elected. They didn't think he was going to get elected to begin with. They're like, hey, let's make this idiot be the Republican nominee, give him all the coverage in the news. And then everybody voted for him and he won. And from that day, they were like, we got to get this dude in jail. You know, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a problem. <laughs> he's not in the club that we're in. And that's not good for us. But anyways, if for some reason he can't, whoever the Republican is, if they were happen to win, I'm looking forward to all the riots coming back. You know, <laughs> it's been really quiet lately. That's great evening TV watching, <laughs> like uh, a CVS in a town in Minnesota getting burned to the ground. Can't wait for it, you know, because that's the good stuff right there. <laughs> and that's the United States. That's talking politics with John and Tiny. And Hunter, if someone could get this to Hunter, I want to meet you, dude. I think you were awesome. <laughs> I think you're cool. He, he really is fascinating. I have no problem with anything you've done. If I, my dad was a president, I would be exactly like you. It's not going to happen anytime soon, unless it's like one of those political hit jobs put out by like the Daily Wire or something. Sure. But can you imagine, I don't know, 10 years down the road when like Christopher Nolan or somebody does a, a buy like a, a movie yeah. about Hunter Biden? Oh, yeah. Like in the same vein as Vice or something? Yeah. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be so good. The dude has an amazing life. If I cheated on my taxes, I would immediately be like, "Dad, you know I can't go to jail for this. <laughs> I, I know too much. Yeah, I know too much. They can't. You can't put me in jail. Call the people over the IRS. Tell them it's cool. I would do the same thing. I have no problem with that. Do you think? Do you think President Biden is ever like, why couldn't it have been both <laughs> lives? <laughs> I don't think Biden even knows what's going on on like a day to day basis. Well, maybe like in his more lucid. And it could be moments. I, the other thing was, what if it was Joe's cocaine? Like he has to get coked up enough to go out and actually speak. And then when he does speak, it's all incoherent, anyways. <laughs> so maybe he's the one on coke. I don't know. He looks bad, y'all. They're mean to make him do the stuff they do. Well, John, I'm sure you have been following the news stories about how crime is just climbing. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's like at like a you know all time high right now. Just I didn't crime across that. the nation. Huh. I thought crime had been on the decline. 
It had been uh, up until 2020. Up. Well, 2020 happened. Okay. <laughs> and yes. it's been climbing ever since. Been going up ever since. Yes. People are like, I kind of like this crime thing. And now it's got to the point where otters in Santa Cruz are stealing people's surfboards. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> An aggressive sea otter in California is hassling locals by riding boards that she stole from surfers in the lineup. Streamer Lane is a legendary point break nestled across the rocky shores of Santa Cruz, home to swaths of experienced surfers, as well as a five-year-old female sea otter with a growing reputation for repeatedly confronting surfers and kayakers. Videos across social media show the otter hoisting itself out of the ocean and onto boards while surfers sit back in awe. At times, she's chewed on the boards or first forced surfers to surrender their boards altogether. Onlookers in the videos can be heard laughing in jest as surfers' misfortune, uh, but, but officials with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service say the otter poses a public safety risk. Quote, while there have been no confirmed reports of injury due to the highly unusual behavior of this otter, Kayakers, surfers, and others recreating in the area should not approach the otter or encourage the otter's interactions, uh, they said in a statement. Hmm. 60-year-old Santa Cruz native and photographer Mark Woodward said that he has photographed hundreds of otters over the years, but he's never seen anything like this. He witnessed the otter bully surfers three times in less than a week. <laughs> Oh, you get bullied by an otter? <laughs> I, bet, I bet that otter was there on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other, I don't want to go back to Hunter. <laughs> they arrested every granny walking around the Capitol, had all kind of video footage of yeah. it. And then they're like, I don't think I, we can't figure out who this cocaine belongs to, guys. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> Southern sea otters are listed as threatened under the Endangered Species Act and are protected under marine mammal life as well as California law. After being hunted to near extinction for their fur in the 17 and 1800s, the population has rebounded since, becoming a protected species and is a key predator in California's coastal ecosystem. Sure. So even if you wanted to do something about this otter that's just taking your surfboard well, and chewing it up after it hangs 10, you couldn't do nothing about it. If the game warden ain't around, <laughs> that's one thing everybody in Alabama knows. If the game warden's not around, there is no law. Right. <laughs> right. Now, I'm not saying you need to kill an otter, but you can kick it. Right. You can punt it. <laughs> yeah, right. Kick that bad boy. She'll learn not to come back. Yeah. Just like a like a dog, you know, it gets in your yard. Yeah, that's how the kids. otters learn. Hey, yeah. surfers, they, they like these surfers. Yeah, we things. don't need to chew on those. That hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Shoot them with a little BB gun. Go make your own board. Yeah, right. Otter. Find a board. It's... <laughs> Homeless people everywhere. There's plenty of supplies around. You go steal from them. They don't have anything. Yeah, do like those penguins in that surf movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, otters have turned to a life of crime. That's sad. But let's talk about beavers. <laughs> okay. One of your favorite subjects, I've been told. <laughs> I like beavers. Uh, and shout, so does my dog. He has a chew toy. Oh, yeah. Shaped like a beaver. Shout out to my old friend, a great American, Jeff Roberts, who <laughs> posted this in the Facebook group today. So that's that's change you can believe in right there. You post it in the thing, mm -hmm. and it gets on the podcast on the very day you posted it. So um, 
giant rabid beaver attacks Georgia girl swimming in the lake. He doesn't live far from where this happened. So huh. a rabid beaver bit a young girl while she was swimming in a northeast Georgia lake, local, a no, local news outlet reported. Kevin Buker, field supervisor for Hall County Animal Control, said that the beaver bit the girl on Saturday while she was swimming off a private property in the northern end of Lake Lanier near Gainesville. Now, I don't, the girl had a wooden leg, okay? We can't blame the beaver. (laughs) We can't blame the beaver for this. Can a beaver not tell the difference between a wooden leg and a log? Sure. No, she didn't have a wooden leg. Here's the next line, Tiny, that'll make you proud to be an American. The girl's father beat the beaver to death. (laughs) That's how we do it here in Alabama. We beat the beaver to death. (laughs) I don't know that I've ever beat one to death. (laughs) Or like lightly tap it a few times. Don McGowan, supervisor for the Georgia Department of Natural Resources, uh, Wildlife Resources Division, uh, said that a game warden who responded described the animal as the biggest beaver he's ever seen, said it uh, estimated it to weigh between 50 and 55 pounds. That's a big old beaver. (laughs) The beaver later tested positive for rabies at a state lab. Oh, no. Now, they test for rabies. Don't they, like, cut off the head? I don't know. I've heard that, yeah. but I don't know for sure. I would huh. imagine just like a blood test could do that, right? Maybe, but I've always heard. From, I don't know why I've heard this, but I, I heard that uh, basically to check an animal for rabies is like dissecting a frog. There's you, you, you terminate the subjects. Yeah. during the test. Sure. Once the rabies virus gets into the brain of the animal, excuse me. In this case, a beaver. They just act crazy. McGowan said. Hmm. Uh, All county officials have put up signs warning people of rabies. They're asking nearby residents to watch for animals acting abnormally and urging them to vaccinate pets against the viral disease. Uh, People attacked by a rabid animal typically undergo a series of injections to prevent the disease from killing them. State wildlife biologists said beaver attacks are rare. They said the last one they remember in Lake Lanier was 13 years ago. So, so not all that, that long ago. Like that long. I was thinking this was going to be like the 1960s or something. No, no, we're in the 2000s on the last one. But I've heard the rabies shots are no fun to get, though. Yeah, again, now this is coming from 1990s Beavis and Butthead. Right. <laughs> but I thought it was, a, it was a series of shots in the stomach, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know. I I. I don't want to say his name. He may not want me to tell everybody that he had to get rabies shots, mm-hmm. but uh, I know a guy and can confirm that he said the shots were no fun, but I didn't ask where the shots were administered. Huh? Okay. I've heard you had to get them in your belly button. <laughs> I've heard you could just get them in the butt, like huh. regular, and in the stomach, <laughs> like you said. So I don't know. Hope this girl makes a speedy recovery. And if you're going to go swimming in Lake Lanier, you better keep an eye out. And I want to know if anybody out there knows. I, I think to test an animal for rabies, you do have to cut off their head and look into their brain. I know a vet too. It's like Schrodinger's beaver. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is both rabbit and not rabbit at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what you have to do to test for rabies. We need someone to call in and let us know. 
It's not like we could Google the answer, <laughs> but we don't need to waste time for that. <laughs> no, we're going to move on to cheeseburgers. Okay. One of my favorites. Uh, burger King in Thailand stuns diners with a meatless burger that has 20 slices of cheese on it. Okay. So that's just a grilled cheese, right? <laughs> it's like a cheeseburger minus the burger part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A ham cheese. <laughs> Burger King has introduced a new offering on its menu in Thailand, a meatless burger with 20 slices of American cheese. Okay. The real cheeseburger is being offered at the fast food chain's locations across the country and has drawn a mixed response from customers. Stuffed with just a thick wedge of cheese, some people took to social media to brand the dairy-filled bun as heaven while others call it revolting. Some reports said that branches of Burger King had to stop taking orders for deliveries to ensure that they had enough stock to provide their new cheese offering to in-store diners. Burger King said that this is for real while promoting the product online and urged diners to show off when eating it. How do you show off? <laughs> well, you like take some X legs. Yes, yeah, so you, <laughs> you stopped up for a little while. <laughs> Despite the indifferent response, others were finding new ways to treat the item. One customer recommended people should buy the burger and then separate the cheese uh, to eat with the bread in the morning. Huh. Others compared it with toasty toasted cheese and simply a thick sandwich with no other items included with the bun and cheese, such as tomatoes or lettuce. Burger King called on customers to try its new offering it appeared on menus this weekend at a discounted price of uh, 109 is that Thai Ba? It's roughly uh, $2.41. Yeah, and it B-A-H-T. Something, bot, yeah. Bot. Is that how you said bot? Yeah. Uh, the normal burger charge is uh, $8.42, so that's quite a discount. Yeah. That's a lot of cheese. It's a whole lot of cheese. I mean, if you want cheese on, on your Whopper Jr., yeah, doesn't they only like charge you like an extra fifty cents? I think something? so, something like that. Huh. Yeah, but Burger King will do some wild stuff every once in a while. So I wish our Burger Kings in this town were good, but they're no good at all. <laughs> I was say, I like Burger King a lot, but the one like you like you said, they're just no good. There's not a good location in this town. I've 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 scouted them all out. <laughs> they all equally suck. If you want a good Burger King, you got to go to. Thomasville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they got a Burger King. In, oh, they do have Burger King in Thomasville. So I was like, I think I stopped yeah. and ate there. That's right. It's right when you get off of 43 or when 43 and 5 meet right there in the Y. <laughs> I know. I'm down in Thomasville pretty regular. Yeah. I'll have to get you to bring me back a Whopper okay, Jr. Next time I go, I'll bring you back one. <laughs> it's only an hour and 45 minutes like, from my house. I'll PayPal you. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's on me. <laughs> Dude, that's all me. It's just going to be <laughs> tremendously cold when right. you go eat it. Uh, well, this, we'll ask Domino's if we can borrow their heat wave <laughs> thing. A little, a little pouch. I got one. I got an insulated soft-sided cooler I could bring. Yeah. Get it back for you. Yeah. Well, my mom may have it, but I could get it for her. Yeah, so... I don't, you know, this just sounds like a marketing ploy by Burger King in Asia, and mm -hmm. they're probably not going to offer this regularly, I wouldn't think. Yeah, I mean, it's just Burger King in Thailand. They offer uh, just a whole bunch of cheese. Right. McDonald's here in America 
they give a big purple puppet a birthday party. That's right. They do. They have a new shake for him. <laughs> have you all had it? No, I, it's, I thought it was only certain locations. I don't I have no idea. Okay. I don't I hadn't had a milkshake in a while. Not because I, I mean, I hadn't tried to order a milkshake in a while. You mm-hmm. know, everybody, the rumor is the ice cream machine's always broken at McDonald's. Yeah. What is Grimace? I don't know. I mean, I know he's a puppet. Yeah. But. Like, what is he supposed to? He's yeah, just is, purple. Is, is, there, is there like a purple mom and dad? or Maybe he's an onion. <laughs> you know, know, or something. And then, that's something I can find out. I need to Google that. Well, that got me to thinking about like the whole McDonald's gang. When we were kids, there was a whole group. Yeah, right. Hamburglar. There was Grimace, the Hamburglar, but then there was other ones too. There was like yeah. the Chicken Nuggets. There was Birdie. Wasn't, that, wasn't she like a bird? Uh-huh. And Let's there was, see. It uh, doesn't just have a, what is Grimace supposed to be? He's supposed to be an enormous taste bud. <laughs> Boy, they really, really missed the mark on that. Yeah. Yeah, there was a pirate. There was a hamburglar. There was a yeah, English police girl. officer, wasn't there? Yep. There was a, a hamburger. Yep. And they had those also those little pom-pom looking things. There's a picture of them. Oh, yeah, the Fry Guys. Yeah, the Fry Guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They need to bring them back. Yeah, maybe so. The whole gang. I, you know, Ronald needs to make a reappearance. Yeah, they, why isn't this like a Netflix series? <laughs> they, they have uh, pushed Ronald to the back. You know, <laughs> he doesn't get any love anymore like he used to. They used to sit him on a bench right outside of it. Now they try to make them all look like a Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Just, used to, you could go to yeah. Walmart and there'd be like a big giant yeah, statue. Right. Yeah. Now then the liberals got in charge, took away <laughs> everything that we love about McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Which is the McRib and Ronald McDonald. They took them both away, Tiny. People won't stand up. Well, speaking of food, what's what's your favorite ice cream? My favorite ice cream? Yeah. Oh, man. I just, I, any kind of ice cream? Well, just like tight. Well, you could say brand. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, no, I, I was thinking like uh, flavors. I, mean, I really like vanilla ice cream, but when you get the with the with the fudge in it, like okay. the chocolate revel or whatever, yeah. marble. Right. That's really good. That is a good one. I'm a Rocky Road guy. Cookies and cream. I like cookies and cream. Cookies and cream's okay. I mean, it's a standard. <laughs> it's it's nothing fancy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Rocky Roads guy. I do like. Do you like Ben and Jerry's ice cream? Uh, you know, honestly, and I don't have anything against Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I just haven't had much of it. It's too expensive. It's very expensive. It only comes in that little bitty thing, and it's like as hard as a brick when you get it. You got to yeah. let it sit on the counter <laughs> for said, two I, hours so you can eat it. I'm used to buying my ice cream in like these uh, tubs, <laughs> these plastic buckets. Plastic buckets you can put <laughs> when you're shelling peas, you can use them. Yes. And then, I mean, first of all, it's a lot of ice cream. And then when you do get it all sure. eaten, then you have like a bucket. You got a bucket. That you can like spit in. Or so something. your mama can make you shell beans <laughs> and put them in it. That's, yeah. Yes. Or you can take it down to the beach. And sure. Do castle. whatever you want to. <laughs> Cover you, your plants when a frost comes. Put, all of that. Put your sand crabs in there. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm a Rocky Road guy, but Ben and Jerry's has some good ice cream. Of course, Cherry Garcia. I have to like that. <laughs> Fish food is actually pretty good too. Um. And I've been to the Ben and Jerry's factory before, oh, really? plant where they make it before. Yeah, okay. up in Vermont. So I've been there. An indigenous chief wants to take back Ben and Jerry's headquarters built on stolen land. <laughs> 
an, an indigenous tribe descended from the Native American nation that originally controlled the land in Vermont that Ben and Jerry's headquarters is located on would be interested in taking back taking it back, its chief said, after their co- company publicly called for stolen lands to be returned. Oh, was this their uh, 4th of July tweet? Yes, they, they tweeted on like- 4th of July. Let's see uh, here where they went nuts. I'm trying to just find the tweet in the article here. Uh, let's see. They called for uh, aid to Ukraine um, and then um, eliminating I mean, injustice in our communities by integrating these concerns into our day-to-day business activities. And uh, so they tweeted out that this 4th of July, it's high time we recognize that the U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land and commit to returning it. Learn more and take action now and as a link. So they were, huh. they were, we need to commit to returning stolen land from indigenous people. And so now there's an indigenous person who's wanting their headquarters. Yeah. Don Stevens, very Native American name. <laughs> Chief of the Nugan band of I'm saying all of this wrong. Okay. I know Southeastern tribes pretty well. Some of the Plains tribes. You get up there in the Northeast and the Northwest. I don't know those like I should. <laughs> those are liberal tribes. Yeah, back with all the liberal tribes. <laughs> Don Stevens, chief of the Nugan band of the Kasuk Abenaki Nation, one of four descended from the Abenaki. Uh, that are recognized in Vermont, told Newsweek it was always interested in reclaiming the stewardship of our lands. I thought the Anunnaki were from Mesopotamia. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that the company had yet to approach them. It comes after the ice cream company was questioned as to when it would give up its Burlington, Vermont headquarters, which sits on a vast swath of U.S. territory that was under the auspices of the Abenaki people before colonization. Um, so they were the ones that said, let's commit to returning it. And mm-hmm. this dude was like, well, Hey, let's have it back. <laughs> also love that everybody did what everyone should do when a rich person tells you to do anything is say you first, right? <laughs> right. Like, you first, man. They're like, <laughs> we don't need assault weapons to, you know, let's ban all of them and don't be like you first. Okay. Like we need to give more money. Well, you first do all that. That's the best answer you can give to any of them. It's added that the land back movement about ensuring, oh, the tweet added that the land back movement was about ensuring that indigenous people can again govern the land their communities called home for thousands of years, but focused much of its statement on take on the taking of land from the Lakota in South Dakota. The acknowledgement of historic tribal lands is a contentious subject pitting the claims of Native Americans whose ancestors were subject to violent persecution and displacement. Now, they fought back, right? (laughs) I mean, like I want to say this. Look, I love Native Americans. I'm an honorary member of a Native American tribe, okay? They were a combatant against the United States government. Everybody treats the Confederates who were a combatant against the United States government like we were bad people, which we were. Yeah. (laughs) The natives, they were, they didn't like it either, you know. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're, we were encroaching on their territory. Of course, they were fighting back. Everybody was encroaching on everybody's territory. Yes, that's the way it's always been. I'm not saying it's good yeah. or bad. I'm right. just saying 
you know. I wouldn't say it's stolen, though. We want it fair and square. <laughs> it's conquered. For the most part, we want it it's fair and square. Land. Yes. <laughs> it's conquered land. <laughs> Sorry, we have better guns. <laughs> um, the, no, hold on. So it's a, it's a contentious thing. Uh, it says, while some say colonized ancestral land should be at least partially returned, others say that it's impossible to decide which of the various groups to have claimed the land throughout history it should be returned to. Maps show that the Abenaki, a confederacy of several tribes who united against encroachment <coughs> from a rival tribal confederacy, controlled an area that stretched from the northern border of Massachusetts Still can't say that well. To the south, in the south, to New Brunswick in Canada, in the north, and from the St. Lawrence River in the west to the east coast. That would put Ben and Jerry's headquarters located in the business park, uh, in a business park in the southern Burlington within the western portion of this historic territory, though it does not sit in any modern day tribal lands. Hmm. So, like the Oh, oh, Chief Stevens here said, we are always interested in reclaiming the stewardship of our lands throughout our traditional territories and providing opportunities to uplift our communities. Uh, Stevens said when asked about whether this tribe would take want to see the property handed over to indigenous people. Could Ben and Jerry, could they just not start paying them some rent? Yeah, that may be the best thing. <laughs> right, yeah. Like the the best thing to do in this situation is what Florida state did and said, let's cut you a check. What's it going <laughs> to take for us to keep on being the Seminoles without anybody hassling us? We'll cut you a check every year for it. That'd be the best thing to do, especially for rich people. Just do it. You know, Florida state should have done that. It's fine with me. Yeah. The native Americans got the short end of the stick. Uh, we, they have been treated horribly by our country for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yes. They fought back too. They know? also like fought each other. Oh yeah, too. Definitely. Yeah, they weren't as peaceful well, like, as everybody like, likes to like make if it they out could have all got together on the same side. Yeah, there may have been a sure. a border may have between been. East West yeah. United or America. Do you know about Stan White? No, who's that? Stan White was a Cherokee. He was a Confederate general. Really? Oh yeah. I had no idea. Oh yeah, they had slaves too. <laughs> Some of them did. Yeah, because everybody had slaves back then. If you could get a slave, you got one. What is a white liberal to do with him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> and, you know, uh, Pushmataha, who was a Choctaw leader, he fought in the War of 1812 on the side of the United States. You know, mm -hmm. he's buried, I want to say, in Arlington, I think. I think his tombstone said, always a friend to the white man or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He was like a good dude. You know, him and Jackson got along, but Jackson was finally like, look, y'all got to, we're, we're Y'all got to get out of here. You know? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We've been friends a long time. You fought alongside me in the war, 1812. But y'all are going to Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we we really like this land. Yeah, you know what? You know what grows really well down here? Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what we want to grow? We want to grow a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of timber. And we got a lot of people that need places to expand to. Yeah. But we don't, don't worry. We have y'all a patch of land. Beautiful That's land. That's not good for anything. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to give right. it to you. And y'all can have it. And you can do whatever you want to out there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, I can say I, they've been mistreated for sure. I don't I don't get into the whole we need to return lands. Because like you say, how do you work all that out? You know? How do we know if the Chickasaw had this land or the Choctaw had this land or the Creek maybe 
at one point in time. Before that, there was like whatever tribes like Chief Tuscaloosa and all them were in. How far do we go back? Yeah, and I mean, and I'm, I'm let me just say at the outset that I'm speaking way outside my expertise. Sure. But I do remember hearing a history professor at some point say that there was a lot of Native American peoples who never really quite understood the whole idea of ownership of land. Yeah, right. Because they were primarily hunter-gatherers. Except they had territories. I mean, they had territories, yeah. but you so see what I'm saying. So they kind of understood the ownership of land, right? But not in maybe not like in a legal, yeah, right. this is a deed sense, no, as yeah. far as like fences right. and things like that. But if, yeah. if you cross this creek, the Apache are going to get you. <laughs> Everybody knew that one, right? <laughs> you get on down, if you head on down to San Antonio Way, the yeah. Apache are going to get you, and they're going to tie you up naked behind a horse and drag you through a briar patch until you die. <laughs> and that's what they're going to do because they were vicious, as they should have been. They were in war against the United States, the longest war the United States has ever fought against anyone. I believe I'm correct in this. Is against the Apache. Huh, interesting. Yeah. They would not give up. They were fierce. Gave us fits. Gave all of their friends fits, all the other tribes. Nobody <laughs> liked them. They were ruthless. <laughs> the they were they were the bros. Like if you read about them, they were the that's what it. They were hunting and killing and that's and raiding, and that's all they did. It was awesome. There's a book by what's it called? It's by S.G. Gwynn, and I can't remember the name of it. Something a moon, something hmm. about the moon, about them. You Sailor Moon? It. Yeah, Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic Apache tale. <laughs> it's a classic Apache tale. <laughs> yeah, but... uh but it, superpowers. Yes. <laughs> but it details their life, and they were something else. And they got, like, for centuries, they got crapped on by all the other tribes, beat up and everything. And then the Europeans showed up with horses, and they were like, oh, this gives us an advantage. Oh, because they learned how to ride horses. Right. And they learned. And I'm guessing be, they got their hands on some, they, some well, firearms. Well, first, they mastered the horse, you okay. know, and they became expert horsemen. That's what made the Mongols great. Right. And they could, yeah, they had mounted cavalry then, <laughs> you know? And uh, so they could just, and then they started whooping everybody. It didn't matter who it was, Utes, you know, uh, Comanche, whatever. They were whooping everybody. Or like centuries of payback on these people. <laughs> <laughs> and then old Whitey starts showing up and they're like, hmm, these people are easy to kill. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have no clue what's going on. And they were pretty mean. But yeah, that's how life was back then. So I'm all for this dude getting Ben and Jerry's headquarters back because I love it when rich people say stuff like that and somebody calls them on it. That's what we should do. Yeah. Could could Ben or Jerry, could they not just phone him up and say, look, we were just trying to say yeah, this hey, to look, impress guys, a bunch of white yeah. folks. We're trying to get white people to buy ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is, man. <laughs> How about we got an office up here? We'll let you have this office space right here. You can make that your chief office or whatever. All the free ice cream you want. And we'll exclusively sell our uh, sure. our ice cream in your casino. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is the get back for the Native Americans. They're like, look, we're gonna we're gonna addict all these whites to gamble. <laughs> yeah. And we'll win in the end. They'll they'll have to sell their houses to us. So. 
That's pretty great, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What's the uh what's the uh tribe that has the casino down south of Montgomery? Oh man, what is it? My buddy won like five thousand dollars there one time. Oh nice. Had his picture made with one of those big checks and everything. He just texted to us out of blue. It was like I was coming home for see if I count it, stopped in the thing. I won five grand. I was like, way to get them, white man. <laughs> <laughs> I tell them about horseshoe being, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That's joking. I love Native Americans. Like I said, I love them. I think they're great. I, I've, and they've been done wrong. I'm not giving my house to any of them, though. So, <laughs> I'm not Ben and Jerry. I'm going to say, I personally didn't yeah. take anybody's life. I haven't. No. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't do know. it. Yeah. I don't know who started that. Go back and find that guy. Y'all can give his land back. To I was about to say, my ancestors were Irish immigrants. Yes. Yeah. I bought my house from the football coach at Tuscaloosa Academy. So <laughs> y'all got to track him down first. Yeah. He's way ahead of me on owning the land I'm on. I, I think he owes he owes y'all some money. Yeah, yeah. He might owe y'all some money. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know who owned it before him before they developed this. Probably the rice guy that lives right over here. Yeah. So it, was, it was like, maybe y'all need to hit him up. And he'll probably be like, well, I bought it from this other dude. I'm not responsible. You got to get back to the first guy who was like, this spot is mine. Mm-hmm. Their families who own any money, owe any money. Right. And so me and you being peasants like we've always been, we're out of this. <laughs> we don't owe anybody anything. <laughs> this is between y'all. Yeah, this is between y'all, man. <laughs> this is between y'all. Good luck. <laughs> Let's talk about our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl by You Blend of Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, stolen Native American land. <laughs> it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is the spice for you which the Cajuns were kicked out of Canada, so they need to get their land back in Canada, I guess, right? we got to get everybody's land back to where <laughs> they need to be. Where am I supposed to go? I don't know. You're Sullivan, say, right? Ireland? Are there any our, our ancestral lands that yeah, I, are due to me? you got to go back to Ireland, right? I guess i got to go back to either France or England. Yeah. One. I don't want to go to France right now. Things are popping off over there. <laughs> hey, back to Cajun Curl. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's a season that goes on anything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun curl by you blend of spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, fry bread, and anything else you could think of putting it on. Cajun curl by you blend of spice on anything will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original by you blend of spice, and you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly down in Taylorville, and Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. 
It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by You Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. Uh, as far as uh, community stuff, we did get a text message. Oh, all right. Uh, Pat. Yeah, I hadn't heard from Pat in a while. <laughs> uh, he says, why do they call it a colonoscopy? Shouldn't it be called a colonoscopy? I can't even say it. <laughs> I get, you'll, get what he's, you'll get what he's saying, though, right? Yeah. Colonoscopy. That's I, what it is. I'm a little over a month away from mine <laughs> oh, that I got to get. <laughs> so it's going to be great. <laughs> See if we have any questions. We do have some. And now it's time for Ask John questions about stuff. Questions. All right. We like to ask questions on this show. If you have any questions, you can head on over to our Discord server, link in the show notes, and head to the questions, questions, questions sub channel. Our first question comes from Nicole. What is your favorite meat product? I mean, I'm a big pork chop guy. If I, I mean, I like a good steak too. I was just fixing to say maybe this is super normal, like you wouldn't like this is what a bunch of people would say, but man, a good ribeye steak, yeah, it's grilled hard to, to beat perfection that. is tough to beat. But so is a grilled pork chop, mm-hmm. so good. I love pork chops. I would probably pick pork chops if they were like you can eat one thing for the rest of your life. I'd probably pick pork chops. I love bacon. I like bacon, but too. if I had to pick between bacon or ribeye steak, yeah, well, I'm going ribeye steak. Yeah. Even if I only get to have it every third week or something. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I think I would eventually get tired of the steak, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know that I would ever get tired of a good pork chop. You can fry them. <laughs> you can grill them. I love pork, mm-hmm. you know? So, there you go. That would be my choice. I'm going pork chops all the way. Nice. Yeah. Are, uh, are we, I mean, are we counting, like, fish? I don't know. I mean, that's a meat product, isn't it? I was about to say, I'm a huge fan of catfish. I love catfish, too. <laughs> Give me a fried catfish any day of the week. Man, I love catfish. Yeah. People like uh, will eat all this like fancy, what I call fancy fish, you know? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I got this like uh, tuna or mahi-mahi or whatever. And it's all great. I love all that stuff, too. But every time I meet one of those, I'm like, I wish this was catfish, or I wish this was brim. Brim's a say, great eating fish. I was about to say, I, I can, you, yeah, I've Grilled salmon, wonderful, but yeah. it still ain't got nothing. No, on a, on a grilled catfish fillet from Greensboro, Alabama. <laughs> Raised in Greensboro, Alabama, Love. baby. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from the driver. How many times do you check your mirrors when you pass a police car on during traffic? Oh, I mean, until the it's out of sight. I quit looking forward. And wait for and watching to see if it pulls out and gets me. Yes. I'm the same way. Yeah. I mean, I've I'm scared of the cops. Do I'm you do of, like do you do the uh, the headlights absolutely. to let everybody else know? Yes. Hey, Johnny yes. Ball's on the other side of that. He'll, yes. It's us against them. It will <laughs> right. always be us against them. <laughs> yes. Don't get me wrong, blue lives matter, all that good stuff, whatever. I'm for the police. You guys have a hard job, but it's us against y'all. Right. And that's how it's supposed to be, I think. You're not supposed to be treading on me, okay? <laughs> There's a flag about There's it. There's a whole flag about it. Don't be treading <laughs> on me. Next question. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Hmm. Hmm. 
10 minutes. I was about to say 10 minutes doesn't sound super useful, but 150 years into the future sounds utterly useless. Yeah, I mean, because I'm not going to be alive in 150 years. I I guess I could set my kids up by picking them some really good stocks. I think you could do that with a 10 minute too, you know. That's a good point. Like you can go, all right, well, Bitcoin's at this right now. And in 10 minutes, it's going to be at this. So I better make a big buy. That's an excellent point because right. I, I don't know if you, you I mean, I'm, I'm sure you don't. But uh, this past Thursday, uh, Ripple, they won their case against okay. the SEC and they went from 40 cents a coin to 70 cents a coin. Okay. And you could have made a lot of money <laughs> if you thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's say that's what, uh, 10 minutes is what I would pick. Yeah, agreed. It would be more fun to go 150, but more practical to do 10 minutes. Hey, didn't they make a movie about this? I don't know. Nick Cage. It's called Next. Oh, yeah? He could see 10 minutes in the future. Look, Nicholas Cage <laughs> made so many movies there for a moment because he owed tax money. I was going to say he had to pay for all those castles. <laughs> he, had, he had to pay back taxes. Yeah. You know, he's not like Hunter Biden. He couldn't get off from it. <laughs> what if Nick Cage was the guy who paid off his taxes? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know you're in a tough spot. I've been there. And to pay off his taxes, he had to like sell his, the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> he stole. What if Nick Cage was sneaking into the White House to put the Declaration of Independence back and drop his cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not housed at the White House before somebody calls in. I know it's not there. Uh, would you rather have telekinesis or the ability or telepathy. All right. I'm not telekinesis is the ability to move stuff. Yes, move stuff with your mind. Telepathy telepathy is I think to act- communicate with somebody without talking. It is, but in this case, uh he specifically said the ability to read minds. So okay. a Professor X type of thing. Is Professor X the ball guy in a wheelchair? Yeah. <laughs> Captain uh yeah. Picard he can in move, a wheelchair. He can move stuff with his mind, too, right? He can. He has both of them. Why can't he move his legs? <laughs> That's a good point. You know? You don't walk around. <laughs> Everyone thinks he's so smart, but actually, he's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would pick... I don't know that I want to read anybody's mind. Yeah, me you know, I mean, there are a few times in life where that would be useful, but what if you can't turn it off? That like, would be... Uh, a nightmare. What was that movie? Mel Gibson was in it. Noted Jew hater, Mel Gibson. <laughs> what women want. Yeah, what women want. <laughs> I didn't see it, yeah. but I'm familiar with it. Yeah, I think me and Deidre made out during that movie back, <laughs> back in high school. What did Deidre yeah. want? Uh, she, <laughs> John Long. I'll tell you what, she want a little bit of John Long. <laughs> Keyword little. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't make any illusions. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> It's mighty but pow- small but pow- mighty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then last question comes from that's our Bobo. Where are my waffles? Do do we do we owe him some waffles? I don't think so. But <laughs> I, I would, would say be, check your toaster. <laughs> I would be more than happy to make you some waffles. Sure. I had some for breakfast this morning. Okay. Yeah. Did you make them from scratch, like on a waffle press? Well, when I say from scratch, it was from great value pancake yeah, mix. Like pancake, but but yeah. yes, yeah, absolutely. You got one of those things? Wow. Okay. Well, I, I've never it was had actually one. it was a wedding present. Oh. And we still, still it's still kicking. There you go. Huh. 
We had breakfast for dinner the other night. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got home, and Deidre's like, I don't know what we're going to eat because we haven't been in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was doing trash night. It was Tuesday night, you know? Yeah, yeah. This trash night. That's that's where, that's my time to shine is to get the trash out to the road. So I was doing that, and I came back in, and everybody was sitting down. Nobody's cooking, so I ended up cooking dinner all by myself for everybody. <laughs> And then credit to John, they ate almost all the eggs and didn't leave me hardly any. <laughs> Did y'all do you like just make like a big old yeah a pan and then everybody gets some right and, and they, they, they didn't leave you none. Them some out you know man and there was like a handful left oh no I was so mad at them <laughs> I was ticked off it almost ruined our family and our relationship <laughs> everything couldn't believe they would do that to me man yeah. Whatever. What else we got? No calls? Yeah, that, that'll do it. Okay. All right. Well. I tell you what, one thing we need to do is we need to thank our patrons. That's right. Seriously, we thank our patrons so much. We would like to thank all of our patrons, and we would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. Uh, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Nicole Walter. Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. Thank you guys so much for supporting what we do. If you would like to become a patron, sure. you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several different tiers, but the $5 tier gets you Earth Oddity Extended. That's like another show we do after this one. It's only 5 bucks. What are you waiting for? Right. And what are we talking about in the patron section today, an extension? We're going to talk about a police commissioner who got in a little hot water. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I am going to talk about RFK Jr. Okay. And the climate crisis and natural gas. How you're an (laughs) anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It'll be fun. Yeah. Also, I want to talk about Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web, <laughs> yes. the children's story. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. First book I ever cried over. Really? Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's a sad book. It, that's what my wife said. Yeah. But it's not to you. Well, Charlotte, she she told Wilbur yeah. that that's circle of life. That's just what that's what happens. Right. It don't make it easy though. <laughs> right. Well, it makes it easier when it's a spider. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I got a spider story to tell too. I told Tara, I said. You smash every single spider you come across with a rolled up newspaper, rag, whatever. and But you're going to cry over Charlotte? Well, I mean, I was like five years old, you know, or whatever. <laughs> okay. yeah. Like kindergarten, first grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sad. Second grade, I watched uh, Old Yeller. That movie now, that made one, me cry, that too. One, that one is, but. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, I mean, even <laughs> it's okay to cry, Tiny. As we've said on this show, dogs Put your don't have souls. They don't. But they have more. They got personality. They got more soul than a spider does. <laughs> yes, they do. They do. They're more self-aware than a spider is. Yes. Also, Wilbur, total phony. He's a fake. You know, we'll get into it. Okay, we'll get into uh, it. I'm excited to hear your takes. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? No, other than I love everybody. I hope everybody has a uh, awesome week. Thank you for being patient with our recording schedule. 
school's almost back in session. Mm-hmm. Things are we're almost done with our end of our fiscal year at work. Things will get back to a regular, more regular pattern, hopefully. So, yeah. Yeah. Appreciate everybody's patience in this matter. You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, sure. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. You can check out our show art. That's underscore earthoddity on Instagram. I haven't been keeping up with that. It's been very busy, y'all. I'm so sorry. Just thought about it when Tiny said it. You can also check out our brand new home on the web, earthoddity.net. That's right. Uh, You can email us. I I mentioned that. Oh. You can, we have a Discord server. <laughs> there we link go. Link in the show notes. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Welcome, patrons, to another episode of Earth Oddity Extended. As I was saying, Wilbur... He's a total fraud. Why do you think he's a fraud? Because he didn't do anything. <laughs> What's his face a pig? I know, but.